Hello and welcome back to my podcast of Speak Your Damn Mind. I'm your host, Serena Laidley. How are you doing today? I want to thank you again to all my listeners all around the world. It's been a pleasure to speak to you (laughs) on a regular basis. And thank you for getting in touch and telling me how much my podcast has inspired you. It's weird, (laughs) but I really do thank you. In this episode, I'll be talking to you about harassment in the workplace. Have you ever been harassed or felt bullied in your workplace? Well, in this episode, we will be talking about that and what you can do if you feel that you are being harassed, whether it be sexually, physically, just even emotionally. Um, If you need to, you need to join up with your trade union, speak to your HR, your human resources center, and really nip it in the bud. There are people that are willing to stand by you to help you fight through this. No one should have to face harassment every day when they're going into work. Not at home, not at work, not in society. This shit needs to stop. So, As we go along in this episode, you will hear from two MPs, London MPs, that are fighting um, for sexual harassment um, at work to be stopped and putting laws and policies in place to make sure it's illegal for any manager, for anybody or co-worker to harass you if you are being bullied at work. And we will be talking about the Equality Act of 2010 and how Section 14 needs to be put back in place. Section 14 of the Equality Act helps protect workers that are being um, bullied or harassed, helps to protect um, all those that if you feel that you are being emotionally attacked, um, you're feeling that you're not receiving the promotion or you're not receiving the training opportunities that may have been given to other co-workers but not you, you have the right to challenge your your manager. And this section 14, it, it helps protect you because I know we feel that if I go and speak out against this person, would I lose my job? Will I lose my income? And section 14 is, is to help protect you. So, it's a bit hard because I've experienced harassment in the workplace on more than one occasion. Um, physically, <laughs> um, and it's, it's been hard. So this one hits home for me. So, trigger warnings, um, I must warn you, (laughs) but I hope to hear from you soon, and um, I will give you some tips on what you need to do towards the end, alright, take a listen.
You'll hear from Minister Dawn Butler, the British Labour Party politician. She is currently serving as the Shadow Secretary of State for Women and Equalities in the UK. Another woman, black woman in office, in Parliament, making changes. It was beautiful to see and speak with her on a personal level about my issues and my experiences. And Minister Dawn Butler was so humble and so, um, she, she has this mother figure and connecting with her was just an experience that I will not forget. So I thank you to Dawn and listening to her I hope it will empower you to speak out on your truth. And employers, I hope you do something and do better. If you know better, do better. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, everybody, for being here, for a lot of you, for the whole day. Hands up those of you for whom it's the first time you've been in Parliament. Oh, and brilliant, fantastic. Yay! And that's so important because what this is, it's a meeting of citizens and MPs. It's that sense that together we can be so much more powerful. There's a lot we can say, um, but I think the most important is that right now it's critical. There is a moment. There is a moment around addressing harassment in the workplace globally and locally and nationally. So let's use this opportunity. Let's be part of it. And this is just one moment. It builds in with all sorts of other activities that are going on. Please make sure that by the time you leave, you've left your... Uh, details if you haven't given them already to care so that we can share with you some of the ongoing activities other, um, that's going to take place after this. I wanted to thank our partners, many that were involved in this event and in particular EHRC that supported and fundraised and funded this event. Much appreciation for that so a big um, round of applause for that. Three points that I mentioned at the beginning that I want to reiterate. Firstly that uh, when we're talking about violence and abuse, these are very sensitive matters. They are often compounded by multiple issues of intersectionality and discrimination. Be very aware and sensitive as we address these issues. We must. Secondly, trigger warning issues, again, for similar reasons. So if anybody's feeling really sensitive and, and uh, needs support, please come to one of the care um, members of staff around. A uh, lot of them have the badge, and in particular, Sasha, just there. Uh, does everybody see Sasha? One, once again. <coughs> and then we had some filming earlier, but I don't think we have that going on here or photos. But um, if that's an issue, please let us know. Again, uh, Sasha or Claudia. And leave, I'll leave it at that for now. I'd like to introduce Vicky Ford, MP for Chingsford. Chelmsford. <laughs> Yeah, this is interesting. Chelmsford, all things feminism. Over to you. Um, thank you so much, uh, everyone, for being here. Thank you for this amazing call to action. It's an enormous honour to chair the all-party group for Women in Parliament. This is a group that encourages women to get involved and stand for Parliament and then supports each other when we're here. That's basically the aim, and we're very pleased that the Forces Society has also been helping us with the Secretariat um, which is great. We've been looking at issues to do with harassment in our own workplace as well as harassment outside. So uh, looking at the issues that are happening for women in
in the UK, but actually all across the world, women who stand for public life, uh, the violence that they get, the sort of online abuse that they get in these days of the social media uh, usage and how, how that then sadly often tips into uh, real violence and real harassment. So we're very aware of it from our own lives and we absolutely champion the cause that this is an issue that needs to be addressed. It's a fantastic week with International Women's Day coming up today and I, th this week and, I, and just today uh, into my inbox came a summary of the Women in Work report uh, which uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers have produced and they produce every year. And I want to tell you the really, really good news is that UK has gone up the rankings. So we are moving in the right direction. We've gone from number 14 to number 13. So still not, not, not quite the top, not, not quite the top 10. I think, um, I think I saw that Luxembourg had sort of leapfrogged six places. So let's try and try and do that next year. But this looks at things like equal pay, where they describe, describe it as stubbornly persistent in the uh, UK, the gender pay gap, very difficult to, to change, but we need to continue to shed the transparency on that. It looks at women representation in the boardroom. Where's the woman saying a woman's place is in the boardroom? Everybody needs the T-shirt. Um, it looks... <laughs> Incidentally, it's fantastic to see the gentleman here wearing the suffragette scarf. Quick clap. Um, it looks at issues such as, as um, well done, well done, great MP. It looks at, at maternity and paternity uh, issues um, and how we can improve paternity and maternity issues so that to make sure that uh, women, uh, mums and dads, can support themselves through the workplace through that incredibly crucial time of their lives. So both Maria and I were at a meeting with the Minister about that uh, just last week. Um, Today, if we vote, um, there will be someone exercising their proxy vote for the first time ever. A man, a father, will be exercising his proxy vote as he is the right message to be me, whose wife gave birth to their third child over the weekend. So, APPG, we really campaigned extremely hard under the leadership of Harriet Harman for that change. It was for dads as well as mums. It's being used by mums and it's a first step in trying to make sure that this parliament continues to evolve and modernise and make sure it's a place where everybody can be represented and be a representative. So thank you so much for all you're doing today. Just a massive shout out to Maria as well. The work that she's been doing on ending harassment in the workplace, in public places, with the evidence we've been taken, with my amazing colleague Jess Phillips, who keeps us honest and together and united as well. All of our reports have always had unanimous sign-off across party, so there's a huge amount of work going on in that committee. It's a real honour to do that, and thank you very much for being here today. I've got to go. Thank you. Here we are, Dawn Butler. Thank you, hello. Very kind. Thank you very much. I can go now. That's the best I'm going to get. <laughs> so, um, so I finally found something to thank um, Heidi Weinstein and Trump for. Uh, and I think it's the mobilisation of women. I think, you know, I think since they've come out and since they've highlighted their misogynistic, yes. bullying ways, we've found ourselves, haven't we? Like women have found themselves all across the globe. And I think it's so important 
that we join together in that. And the thing is this, how many of you have suffered uh, sexual harassment at work? Yes, the man said, oh no. That is the reality of the situation. Whenever you're in a room, more than of women, more than half have suffered some form of sexual harassment at work and assault uh, and worse. And, and the thing is this, it gets harder and harder to kind of call it out, especially when you're by yourself, especially mm. when you're the only one. And that's why we need more women in all levels, in all workplaces, and at the very top of organizations. It's not enough just to have one woman there. We need more than one woman. We need many women. Amen. Yes. Amen. And I think we have to fight for that. We yes. have to make sure yes. that we're not the only ones. And you know, I've got this thing this year about, you know the career ladder? But it's time to ditch that career ladder. Amen. Because it's no good. It's rickety, it's old, it's got wood lice. Do you know what I mean? The rungs are all dodgy. You know, some of them are missing and no one tells you. And you can't do it. No, and you can't do it in Iowa. You can, but it's a little bit dangerous, health and safety. The thing is this, I'm like, so I'm like let's, lay, let's lay a foundation for an escalator of success. Yes. So the women yes. start moving up yes. and must move the pace without having to think about every rung of that ladder, without having that person that touches your knee and you want to say to them, piss off. Yes. You know, you're yes. thinking, oh, maybe not the right time to call it all out. You know, let me just cope with it. No. So it's time to lay that foundation to an escalator of success. I mean, I know some of you like me, I'm like, I want to go to the lift and just press a button and go to the top. Right. But we're going to get there. At the moment, privilege is that. Privilege yeah. manifests itself as a lift. There's people that have no restrictions, no friction on their journey. They can go in, all the options are laid out to them, they press a button and they're right at the top. But it's about time we get there. Yes. Mm. And this is what this is all about. Mm. And this is why it's good that we need to change the legislation. And I think that, you know, Maria does a good work um, in the uh, select committee. I think you do an amazing job. Sometimes I'm disappointed that the government doesn't listen to you. And I'm thinking, well, why? why is she not listening to you? This is a good piece of work. Do you know what I mean? It's cross-party support. It's a good piece of work. Why is she not listening? Why is she not adopting all the things that we're speaking about? And it frustrates me. How do you, how do you think we feel? I know. How do you think we feel as ordinary members of the public? Honestly, sometimes I'm there and I want to climb over the dispatch box and say, but anyway. <laughs> but we will get there. We will get there. We yes. stick together and we fight together. We bond together. We will get there. Yes. And that's the point. So never give up the battle. Never give up the fight. The fight is real. But we need to keep hope alive. Thank you very much. <laughs> We should know that black women, Asian, Indian, women of ethnic minority, I don't even like saying that word ethnic minority because hmm, we are not a minority. So let me rephrase that. We know that black women, Indian women, Asian women, Muslim women, um, women of different cultures, let's just say that, that are non-white, let's just say that, um, are often faced with double barriers of gender class ceilings and racial discrimination. This part of intersectionality really does piss me off. Um, this particular evidence, when looking at management roles, um, has found that black women are the least likely group to hold executive or non-executive dictatorship 
although they are more likely to be promoted than black men. Mm -hmm. And black women also apply for fewer roles than black men. But their rates of hiring are the same. That makes no damn sense. And they are also challenging facing male and female black employees in terms of progression. Black employees are less likely to be rated in the top two performance ratings categories or to be identified as high potential. Ain't that some fucking shit? Mm. Right. Here's another statistic for you. 69% of black women have experienced bullying and harassment in or at the workplace in the last three years compared to 52% of women over or however black women are most likely to make formal complaints about bullying and harassment at work so what are you going to do about it employees what are you going to do about this shit this is so unfair it's so unfair that the contribution that black women have made to society overall and yet we still being treated like shit it's messed up it's unfair and why why that's what i want to know please don't say just because i'm black and because you feel that i am unable to do the work then that is some bullshit there has to be another reason so if you are experiencing harassment bullying sexual harassment let's bring it there in the workplace then you have the right to challenge it women are facing so much in the uk and there's something that needs to be done about it so Harassment may include spreading rumours, malicious rumours, being unfairly treated, being undermined, being denied of training or promotion opportunities, and many other things. Again, if you're feeling that you are being bullied at work, then speak to your manager If they won't do anything or if they won't listen, then speak to your HR, your human resources centre. And if they are not willing to do anything, then please sign up to your local trade union. And if not then, make an appointment to your local MP. Who is your MP of your area where you live? make an appointment, send them an email. They have a duty to reply to you and speak to you. So don't be afraid of these MPs thinking, oh my gosh, who am I, da 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 da. You have the right to challenge and to speak up about your experiences at work. You You don't need to be unfairly treated if you're doing your work correctly just as anybody else in that in that workplace if you're doing what you need to do there's no reason for any of them to bully you 
and you have the right to challenge that. And there are people, like I said earlier, that are willing to back you up and to hold your hand and to guide you through the process. The process will not be easy. It is downright scary at times. But if you have a good support network of people, friends and family that are willing to walk with you through each way, you will get there. Let me give you an example. A woman applying for a position at a high-end department store, I won't name names, was told by an external agency to chemically straighten her hair if she wanted the job. Hmm, how ignorant is that? Black women are already under pressure to remove braids or use chemical relaxers on their hair to make it look, quote, professional, end quote. <laughs> My time during Parliament, I made a uh, statement that the MPs and government need to clamp down on sexist, racist um, issues in the workplace. Apparently, there has been a report uh, made by um, Petition for Women and Equalities that claim that women are still being forced to wear high heels, wear makeup and wear revealing clothes. So there is a bigger issue there. And we're still facing it now in big, big 2019. Um... MPs, I was told by the MPs that discrimination women face was not just purely a feminist issue. And I agree, it's not just a feminist issue. And that it is really quite bad. Of course it's bad. And there's something that it needs to be done about it. So please women, if you are being harassed your voice needs to be heard please do not remain silent because if it's not you it would be somebody else and it should discrimination is something that all employees need to be taken serious so do something about it As employers, how do you remove these barriers? Well, first of all, I suggest that you recognize the talents of black men, black women, black non-binary, the talents that they have contributed to your company. Recognize them and then give them what they deserve. Make it more equal give them the opportunities, give them the training that they need to progress. Remove the barriers. That will help. Mm -hmm. Through focus groups and employee surveys, monitor the number of black men, black women groups at each stage of application process to discover the specific barriers to progression that they face and use the knowledge to develop solutions keyword solutions you may also wish to implement unconscious bias training for all staff that are involved in recruitment 
unbiasedness. So that's another way. And just think about ways to improve the recruitment process and the representation. What does your company represent? Does it represent diversity? Or just because you've got the one token black girl or black woman? Think about it. And to be transparent in the selection criteria and train line managers in diversity and inclusion. That will help you. So we're coming to the end of this series of My Day in Parliament of um, International Women's Day. <laughs> or shall I say month? Yeah, I say month. <laughs> uh, next week, I'll be giving you my thoughts of what I experienced on that day. Yeah, from racism, sexism, even just being in that place. The looks, the stares, the comments, the side eye. <laughs> and me recognising a beautiful black sister across the room and giving that nod of I see you. <laughs> and I'm being in solidarity. What does it mean? Being in solidarity. Knowing that you are faced with the biggest fight of your life. Who do you have to call upon? Who are your allies? So listen out for my next episode next week on Speak Your Damn Mind. Peace out. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.